our Guys in Shorts Sports Los Angeles. It was not an ideal week for L.A. sports. This past week saw both the Lakers and Clippers post losing records, and the Kings had two huge 5-0 losses to the Capitals and Lightning. And to further prove when it rains, it pours, it's literally been raining and pouring (laughs) all week long. But without the rain, you can't have the... Where am I going with this, Ben? The butterflies what? and rainbows? The rainbows. <laughs> That's right. I was going to say, that started way too dark. You yeah, need to turn that around. Today we are determined to find some positives in all this negativity in a new segment we call The Goods. We'll also be talking Lakers, Clippers, Kings, and more. So let's do this. I'm Jeff Wilson, and that is Victor Costello. Hashtag baby Lakers. Yeah, and Darren Besa. I admit it, Tom Brady, I stole your jersey. <laughs> <laughs> ben Garcia. Whoop-de-woo. And Eric, the Portuguese hammer, Vieira. Yes, the bulge, yes, the bulge, yes, the bulge is back. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome ah, back to the studio, yeah. my friend. It's nice to be back. Good I forgot what you guys look like. to have you. We forgot you as well. You're moving, <laughs> you're moving all right. You look I'm, good. I'm sitting upright. I'm, yeah. yeah, steroids are working. Physical therapy's working. Perfect. Yeah. Here's the question, Congrats. though. Can you wield a hammer? Ooh, that's, oh. you know what? I'm slowly rehabbing my way back to nice. full hammer strength. But nice. I'll, get there. Yeah. I'll be ready for the, the L.A. fair, you know, come summertime. <laughs> awesome. Before we get into L.A. sports, uh, we got to recap a little Super Bowl. How about them Falcons? They creamed the Patriots. I turned off at halftime <laughs> yeah. just because it was such a blowout. <laughs> call. That's amazing. You didn't miss Congrats anything. Congrats to them. So glad the Patriots you, got you, you shown missed, the door. You missed Lady Gaga. Oh, I watched Lady Gaga. Oh, okay. Yeah, good, yeah. good. Couldn't miss that. Good, 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 good. But I turned off right after that. <laughs> did anything, did I miss anything? Oh, oh wait a minute. <laughs> that, yeah. was, that was the crazy. The Patriots. I, I don't think we could no. touch on that enough, how insane that comeback was. Unbelievable. They kept showing that the biggest comeback is 10 points, so you thought, okay, there's yeah, no way. Yeah. There's just no way. Even even Belichick and Brady, who you never discount those guys. Even I was like, ah, there's no way. I mean, even Belichick and Brady can't do this. Nope, I was wrong. And even with the, the two-point conversion at the end, you think, well, even they if they score, they, you still have to get the two-point yeah. conversion. Okay, they got the first one, but they're not going to get two two-point conversions. <laughs> yeah. and oh, just, wait a minute. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever deal with the devil they have, it, you know. So that we went from uh, 11 out of the last 12 to 12 out of the last 13 Super Bowl champions wearing white jerseys. Just as wow. a, there wow. it is. I wanted there to, it is. to bring up how improbable this uh, comeback was. So I read a statistic that... In, in the oh, NFL history. Ben read a statistic. Yeah. Whoa. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. We got that recorded, guys. I don't even cover, know you anymore. When you cover all of the regular season and postseason, teams with a 25-point or greater lead, their record is 1,057-4. and four. Wow. No wow. way. Really? <laughs> wow. Atlanta, you suck. <laughs> And so not only did it happen, but it happened in the Super in the Bowl. Super Bowl. Yeah. Yeah. When I saw those numbers, I mean, again, that I'm not a stats crazy. guy, but I, I my mouth dropped. I was like, oh, you totally. have got to be kidding me. That is, I mean, really, this is the year of collapse and choke with the Golden State Warriors yeah. now. Yeah, that's and, true. And then with, with the Cle- Atlanta Falcons. The Cleveland Indians. Yeah. The, oh, the Cleveland Indians. Yeah. I didn't even think about it. Yeah. Yeah. And the How Galaxy. Much- <laughs> you know what? When you're right, you're right. <laughs> Cheers. Yeah, speaking of, of Ben being right, can we? I just need to. We need to give it up here. I I'm know, gonna stand up for myself yeah, and give I, myself a cheer. Oh, you deserve it. You deserve it. You know, you know, you know, you know he deserves. Ben absolutely nailed 
his prediction. He said it was going to come down to the final possession. Tom Brady will march down the field and score a touchdown. And then he even nailed the score. He said high 20s, low 30s. Amazing. If, if I you, tell you. If yeah. you want to hear it for yourself, go back to last week's episode and listen to Minute 19. To you, Mr. And Ben literally spells out exactly what's going to happen. You just, need to go to Vegas, my friend. You know, the only, I, I did not predict them dr- going down by 25 points. <laughs> <laughs> that gets a yeah, but still. More or, yeah, less, exactly. more or less, I thought it was going to be within a touchdown, 10 points. It was going to swing back and forth. So to go down 25 and then for them to come back, didn't I see how it happened? But I saw it ending that way. How much of that is a choke and how much is it just Brady and Belichick keeping their composure, not getting rattled, and just... I think part of it is having been there before. Yeah. Because that the halftime... Is is half an hour, and that's not a normal situation, you know, when it's when you're in a regular season. So the Patriots having so much playoff experience and Super Bowl experience, I think when they came out in the second half, they were they were clearly a different team. So they they weren't out of it, and the Atlanta couldn't keep that momentum rolling. So I think that played a huge factor, having the, the experience of being there before, and then once they got rolling, it just. You know, it just kept going downhill. Yeah, yeah uh, you know, I, I agree with that, but I, you can't say everybody on that team has the same amount of experience as Brady and Belichick do. So, uh, as far as experience goes, I think it does help um, the players who have been there before. I, I honestly think it's it's Brady never thinking that they were going to lose, and Belichick he's just a hell of a coach. Well, I, I mean, yeah, I, I have two different takes on it, and and the first one is is that. You guys, I agree with you in that Belichick has been there before. And and the, the I think the moment in the game, as a fan, as a casual fan of football, I thought, you have to go for it on fourth down. The, the Patriots were, I mm-hmm. believe, like on their 25-yard line roughly, and they were sitting at about a fourth and five, fourth and six. And, you know, here they are down. They, they needed two touchdowns. And, well, I, at the time they were down— 24 points or 20, the 25 points actually. Yeah, but you just have to start going for it. And so I thought they have to go for it here. And Belichick decided to kick a field goal and make it, you know, to where they had 12 points. And, and I thought to myself, okay, why is he doing that? Well, it's because now they're going to be down 16. And if they score two touchdowns with two two point conversions, you know, so all they need is two possessions. And there was like six to eight minutes left in the game. And I thought, you know what? Belichick is playing it the way he needs to be playing it. And he didn't get caught up in the emotion of we need to score a touchdown. And so that's been there before. The other thing is that the Patriots ran 93 plays on offense. And so when you have a defense that's out there, and another stat that I heard that blew me away was that in the last 29 plays that the Patriots ran, 24 of them were for first downs. Wow. Wow. When you have a defense on their heels and and they're playing, you know, downs every, you know, 20 seconds and these guys are 300 pounds, they were tired. And so they weren't as effective as they were in the first half. So I think it was a combination of experience. And then Belichick just kind of thought, you know, we're going to just start doing what we're doing and and eventually it's going to work for us. And and it did. There was also that Matt Ryan wasn't on the field for like an hour straight between halftime and then the turnover. Yeah. Yeah. And it gets you out of rhythm. Lady Gaga got in his head, man. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) A lot of but how much is it that the Falcons just flopped? I mean, I give credit oh, to New England there. Patriots. Yeah, of course. But in, and the Falcons, they just commanded that first half. Mm-hmm. And even going into the uh, third quarter, they commanded it a little, a little bit. bit. They started off strong. They started off very strong. But when they start 
not running the ball. Well, not so, looking at clock management. The, well, so I have the I sack have, at, towards the end when yes. they could have gotten three right. points, and that yeah, would exactly. have been the ball game. So right. there was an article that came out about Devontae Freeman. Mm-hmm. In the first half, he was rushing for about seven yards a carry. So you know, the question wow. came out: Why did they, with a twenty-eight yeah. to three lead? Why did they not run the ball more than five times? Because that's all they ran it once they got that lead. And in the fourth quarter, uh, the Atlanta Falcons, and I'm trying to remember, Matt Ryan drops back, and somebody comes in and sacks him. He fumbles the ball, and then that's what leads to the first touchdown uh, in the fourth quarter for the Patriots. Well, Devontae Freeman was supposed to have been the guy that picked up that blitz, and he didn't. And so... My thought is, and this is kind of where the article was going, was that Devontae has been in the newspapers the last two weeks about, you got to pay me. You got to pay me. Uh, so he screws up. And so I think the last thing they wanted to do was give him the ball down the stretch, let him get 150 yards rushing and be the guy that won the game for him. Uh, so I think there may have been an element of, you know what, screw this guy. He he, he screwed this up. Uh, he, he gave up that uh, the blitz. Uh-huh. And you know you've been you've That's, been on everybody's case about signing me. So there's there's a little bit of element of maybe there was some gamesmanship by the ownership not wanting to play him. I was gonna say that some serious conspiracy yeah, theory stuff right there. <laughs> Gwen the Super Bowl or not yeah, pay yeah, a guy? Yeah, yeah. Not pay a guy. Yeah. <laughs> really quick, I just also wanted to say going back to going going back to experience. Um, I think teams, young teams, especially when they have a, such a huge lead like that and it's such a big game, and I know this happens in soccer where people go into like a, like a defensive mode where they're, yeah. they're afraid to, to lose the game instead of wanting to win the game. And I yeah. think that's what happened to Atlanta. They got that's into a mode like. mm-hmm. where they were afraid to lose the game instead of if that's the Patriots on the other end of that ball, they're going to bury you 50-3. to three. They're yeah. not. They're not yeah. afraid. They want to win that game. And they, I think that's another thing Kobe Bryant brought to the team. Bring it back to the Lakers. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but he definitely brought that back. Where he wasn't. He wasn't that he was afraid to lose. He was. He always wanted to win. And I think that's exactly yeah. what happened to the and, to the Falcons. And speaking of Kobe Bryant, we're gonna keep this rolling. <laughs> <I know. laughs> yeah, right. Chuck is trying to Wait. wrangle us up. Before, before we move it's on, it's an LA connection. Uh, Tom Brady. I saw that someone equated him to Kobe Bryant, and I think that's a fair comparison when you look at Tom Brady has played in seven championship games and won five, so his record is five for seven. And I think Kobe Bryant played in seven finals, won five finals. So I think that's Ooh, probably a fair comparison yeah. if you're going to say, you know, compare apples to apples. I think Kobe and Tom Brady are probably on the same level because yeah. some people are going to argue, well, Joe Montana went three for three, Jordan went six for six. So there's always going to be that. But I think LeBron's going to go like yeah. nine for fourteen. <laughs> <laughs> so and that's the argument against LeBron yeah, is yeah, that, yeah. that similar record. So I thought that was a good comparison. That is a good comparison. All right, two questions. Yeah, and then we'll wrap this up. Tom Brady, best of all time. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yes. Is he the best of all time without Belichick? No. No. You put no. him on the Raiders. Yeah, nobody no. even knows who he was. Yep. No. I do have a, a, a question to, to, to pick it back on those. Who's more clutch, Michael Jordan or Tom Brady? Oh wow. I would say Michael Jordan. I, I, I say think Tom. Tom Brady. I'm thinking Tom Brady. Yeah. It it was amazing to watch them just not rattled at all yeah. down that much at the half. Yeah, and but Brady Brady I, lost two Super Bowls. They, that is true. Fair argument. He got to the Super Bowls though. But they, yeah, and they haven't. Well, but they haven't but Michael got it six, and he won six. He never lost. Ooh, that's Vic and his stats. That's a fair Vic argument. <laughs> Vic and his love of Michael Jordan. Point LaRusso. All right, let's move on to Lakers, shall we? Back to L.A. Ah, oh, we uh, had another rough week. 
Two losses to the Wizards and the hated Celtics, but a win against Boo. the Knicks, which put us at 18 and 36, which is we did one it. win above last season. <laughs> we We've improved. We've improved, Look guys. Yeah. <laughs> Very exciting. Not quite second round of the playoffs, but uh, you know, one win will do. Yeah. In order to do that win, there was a little shakeup in the starters. Vic, uh, why don't you tell us about what went down? Our hashtag baby Lakers, man. They took the the you know the reign of the of the team and uh, destroyed the Knicks. The, the Knicks are what I think a game or two out in the East from making the playoffs, something like that. It could be a game, you know, a few games off. But this they made the the Knicks look like they were the worst team on this planet, and they played. I mean, they had their heads down. I, of all the games the Lakers have been blown out this year, they never had the body language that that Knicks team had. Yeah, but this, that's a veteran Nick team with Derrick Rose, with yeah. Carmelo Anthony, <laughs> that were touted to be, well, according to Derrick Rose, to, right, the dream right, team. Right, right. Yeah. Right. Right. They're um, supposed the to be yeah. the super yeah. dream team. Yeah. So yeah. when you lose to a team like the Lakers, you should have terrible you are not a super posture, <laughs> and your face should look like shit. You know? Courtney, what I mean? Courtney Lee literally came out the next day and said that the Knicks owed the fans an apology yeah. for, wow. for the way they lost to the Lakers. Um, that's right. Yeah, I, I love that about the win also is because Madison Square Garden is this mecca. And then I think a couple weeks ago they talked about when Kobe went off at Madison right. Square Garden. So to give to start the Lakers on that stage in Madison Square Garden in New York, and then the fact that they rose to the occasion was, was great. There was a parallel too because the Madison Square Garden people in the game that uh, you know Kobe Bryant went Kobe off, game. they started chanting MVP. Mm-hmm. Metal World Peace made a shot over uh, um, what's his Mello. name, Carmelo Anthony, mm-hmm. and the crowd started Mr. chanting MVP. Oh, yes. <laughs> I love it. I love it. But you it. know what? Um, really quick, I just want to talk about this Laker team. The, how young, how the young guys are actually doing. I saw a stat, and I just checked it right now. I saw it in the beginning of January, somewhere around there. That Julius Randle, even though he missed an entire year, has three hundred more rebounds than anybody else in his draft class. Wow. Which is flipping amazing. I mean, if you think about amazing. it, he missed an entire year. So I looked up the stat right now, and he right now he has 1,202 total rebounds. The closest to him is Aaron Gordon with 919. So he's still wow. hovering around that 300 mark. Amazing. This, this guy, he's... Do both he's, of them play the same number of minutes? Uh, well, it doesn't matter. He missed a whole year. It, this is total rebounds. Well, I mean, but here's the thing. It, if you got drafted, let's say, late first round, early second round, maybe you only averaged six minutes a game. Well, he got, so, he got he was a number four pick. He was oh. picked ahead of Julius Randle. I'd be curious to see what kind of minutes they're playing. <laughs> <laughs> I want you to put oh, some perspective. Like, questioning the I, I want so, you to show some perspective is, with your stats. This is everybody in his draft. So according to Ben's Do model, your Hit him with, a, yeah, with, still, with rebounds and Ben's model, he's the best player in this draft. I mean, that includes yes, Joel and Bede, who missed two years. But that's besides the point. <laughs> so you're saying not a bust. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> ben would have to say that, too. Yeah. I, like, I like Julius Randle. He's got oh, too small too. of hands for me, but you know, uh, <laughs> oh, the guy can't catch, dude. Are the, he short, short enough? <laughs> ask Darren. That's a Darren question. Oh yeah, that's right. Sorry, but, but his hands, 
like I think he's you got brought Elden, this on yourself, buddy. Shut up. He's got, <laughs> he's got Elden Can- Campbell sil- syndrome, where you throw uh, the ball and he fumbles it. I was just gonna call it Kwame Brown syndrome, well, but Kwame, yeah, you're on the same same, same idea. <laughs> I mean, the guy needs to get like four extra inches on those fingers so that when the ball comes in, he can just snatch it out of the air. He can't do it. Hey, we're in Los Angeles, Beverly Hills. There's got to be a finger uh, in somebody. Specialist. Oh, yeah. He somebody. needs to be able to grab and handle those balls. Uh. <laughs> There you go. Oh, we got our episode title. <laughs> there, there you go, guys. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh, Ben, that's why we love you. You're welcome. <laughs> Going back to the young guys, D'Angelo, uh, he, he has Bust. he has his... <laughs> <laughs> Feeling good tonight. Yeah, he actually has his moments where you can see it. Like, you can see that he's going to... He, he's not going to be, you know, a Curry, or he, he might, but he's, he's not going to be... A, he's Stefan Marbury, homie. No, he's not Stefan Marbury. <laughs> Um, he's he's much Stevie more franchise. He's much more of an intelligent player than that. Plus, he actually wants to improve, which I don't think Stefan. He was more of the Allen Iverson, uh, you know, gang that ran and ran around. Don't put him in. Hey, don't, call him, don't call him a gang, Victor. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, Brandon Ingram, dude. I mean, that kid. He's 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 smart. I mean, he he has some good basketball knowledge out there. And when he was in that starting lineup, you can see that those guys, if those guys can stay together, man, in three years, they are going to be so damn dangerous. And then you add in the, the new kid, the, uh, what's his name? Zubak. Zubak. Yeah. Ivica. I mean, Zubak. the guy plays 12 minutes and gets 14 points. I mean, Zoolander. it's crazy. Yeah. yeah. And he has good hands. He's great in the pick and roll. I mean, he is, this team is going to be, I'm, I'm excited for this so team. So what were and the Larry changes Nance. they made to the starting lineup? Uh, the original they sat, question. <laughs> yeah. They sat. They sat. Uh, Luol Deng. Yeah, Luol Deng and Mozgov. They sat their two biggest uh, contracted players, uh, put them on the bench, and uh, Tariq Black came in, and Brandon Ingram actually got to start. Wow. So yeah. So I mean, it was a very young starting lineup. I don't even know what the average age is, but it's got to be in the low twenties. But uh, they made a huge difference, and you know, this team, this team is going to be good. The I Lakers. Like it. The there's Lakers. Some, there's, there's some rainbows. There's no star. Amongst those rookies, no one's gonna be, nobody, no, no one's gonna be a breakout star two years or three years from now. There's gonna oh, be no I Steph totally Curry in that group. That. What you have to hope for is that they're just good enough where they can attract a good a, a good free no. free agent. And if they can't, no. Vic, in three years, you're gonna be so disappointed no. with this team. Brandon Ingram, <laughs> you're gonna call everybody a bust, but you'll find a stat that says this guy's wonderful. And next Ingram, year they'll be great. Brandon Ingram's gonna be a star. <laughs> He's going to be a star, and then you put these other guys around him. I don't. I, I'm all about keeping this young core together and not bringing somebody in. I don't want them to bring somebody in. I, I don't think they are. Yeah, I don't the, think they the are. Question. They can't. It's not that they don't want to. They can't. They can't. Oh, I, I. I think these pieces are attractive. When oh, totally. When if you go to Madison Square Garden and you see them play the Knicks, that's that's them on the showcase. I think other teams look at this, and if you have you know a, a piece, you maybe want some of the the Lakers' young talent. So the, you know it's going to be that. Are we going to go into tanking? Is it tank mode? Well, let's talk about that. Do we tank? No. Because uh, what we keep our pick if we're top, we need a top three pick. Three. If we're top three, yeah. And if not, actually, we lose, and if we lose, if we lose the top three, we not only lose this, this year and next year and next year, we thank, lose both. Thank you, Dwight Howard. Yeah. We lose Ugh. both picks if we're not top three. <laughs> Don't say that name on this. Yeah. Plan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah but I, the one thing I do like is. Um, and it kind of shows with this lineup change that Luke Walton made. And Luke Walton said this in an interview. And the reason he, he doesn't want to tank is because he doesn't want to develop a losing culture. Exactly. Because we kind of talked about that when we talked about the Rams. Sorry, mm-hmm. Darren. No, is yeah, yeah. They lost for so long that even with changes, it's hard. 
you're a losing team. Yes. You always have that culture around you. Yep. So I think it's good that, that Walton does not want to tank because he, he doesn't want these guys getting used to losing. I think that's, that's exactly exactly right. Of course, it'd be great to have our pick. But all those people that said, ah, Kobe, take Kobe out last season because he's not giving these young players you know, minutes. Well, if these kids are not getting minutes where they're trying to win and they're trying to tank, you know, and they're just, you know, playing to bite time, that's essentially the same thing. You're not giving them hard minutes that they should be getting. And, and I mean, that could be a detriment to their development. Look at the Philadelphia 76ers. They've been tanking for 14 years now. And they're going to get our picks. Yeah, and, and <laughs> yeah. they still suck. Yeah. So, to me, I say you don't, you don't tank. I say you try to win every single game. You try to attract you you try to attract that high level free agent two years from now. Next year it's not gonna happen. Maybe two years from now they look at what you're building. Next year next season you build on it, you end up with a five hundred record, and then somebody says, You know what, I can turn that team around and we can win a championship. That's the only way the Lakers are gonna get better. They're Philadelphia not gonna get is a better bad the example draft. though, because they draft That's what like the old to Clippers do. do. No. They dude, they drafted like five million forwards. <laughs> they didn't draft the team they like the Lakers stat. drafted yeah, that's the team. A stat. I can yeah. back that up. Literally five million. Well, they have three guys that they can't. They don't have enough minutes. Yeah, they don't have enough. Yeah. They all play the same the damn position. The rule in the draft is that you want to get the best player available. You don't necessarily go well. So, then so you end hear up with me three out. centers. I know. Yeah. I know you're disagreeing. You get the best player available, and then it's up to the GM to then use that as trade bait to get other pieces. It isn't that they didn't. Do bad. They didn't do. They they did well in the draft. They just haven't developed that team. That's the GM's fault. That's not. Well, yeah. The GM also is the same guy that that is is drafting these guys. He did well drafting. No, the Lakers did well drafting. They, they picked up a power forward, so a shooting think, forward, a point guard, okay. a shooting guard. Hold on. So it, are you saying <laughs> and a coach? Are you saying that it's, Are you saying that it's better <laughs> to draft? Team. The third best player in the draft. Let me you ask have, you this. Let, Let me ask me finish. Okay. Is it to better to draft the third best player in the draft when you have the first pick because he fits better for your team? Or does it make more sense to draft the best player available because you have the first draft pick? It, it depends on the situation, but let me ask you this. Answer who, the question! Who would, <laughs> who would, I'm so glad somebody else said it. Go who, ahead, answer the question. Who would you trust more in drafting players, the Lakers or the Philadelphia 76ers? The Sixers. Why? <laughs> Wait, why? Because it helps. Because of all argument. the championships that they've won. No, I, I disagree. I, 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 it would <laughs> well, be the Lakers. I'm yeah, just exactly. Being... So the Lakers but, know what they're doing. The the the, seven, the 76ers are drafting the way the Clippers used to draft, and the Clippers were horrible. They went to the draft every single damn year, and they were still horrible every single damn year. They're not drafting well. And, and it depend, It does depend on the situation because if if the best player, if maybe you have one other guy in that position, you can make it work and either go small or go big, depending on what you know what type of game you want to play. But with the Sixers, they had they drafted three guys who yeah. literally are the same guy, just three different versions of the same guy. So at, by the third time, you shouldn't be doing that. <laughs> yeah, maybe well, do one it of twice. Them, one but, of them had missed two seasons because he was hurt. Yes, and, right. Yes, and I, then and then you know, Nerlens Noel got hurt again. Right, yeah. right. and then so, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, they they kept going after injured players, but it still doesn't change the fact that you end up with the same. So you replace the injured player, but they're still on your roster, and they are trying to to shop uh, yeah, Okafor around. They're yes. trying to get yeah. rid of him. So, right. so they are trying to yeah. do what Ben's saying. Before uh, before Ben starts relating his <laughs> fantasy football draft to this, I think we should uh, wrap Lakers talk up. But before we do, uh, there was a little 
mumbling about Jerry West possibly Ooh. returning to the Lakers. That's the Lakers in fantasy land. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> couch is on tonight. Yeah, but, but, let's just, let's just play fantasy land. Let's just play rainbows and butterflies for a second. Come on. <laughs> Bring them on. What was said, Vic? He, he was asked a question, and he basically said it, was an, it would be intriguing. Um, the reason why it's now, if he had said that two years ago, it's no big deal because he's still under contract for, you know, three years. The reason why it's a big deal now is because this is his last year under, under contract with the Golden State Warriors. So, uh, when you put together them asking that, him put it, you know, giving that answer, it's his last contract. And he's a Laker. And he's a Laker. <laughs> yeah. He's a Laker. He will always be yeah. a Laker. I mean, he'll tell you that in a heartbeat. Um, and then you also put in the fact that Phil Jackson's never coming back. Uh, with him and Jeannie Buss breaking up, Phil Jackson was the reason why Jerry West left. Now that Jackson's not going to be back, it also opens up the door for Jerry West to come back. You heard it here first, folks. Jerry West is going to be back <laughs> next season. It's confirmed. Oh, so exciting. <laughs> All because you said it's going to be intriguing. Ben, intriguing. Ben is yeah. shaking his head furiously. So I want to quit this right podcast. <laughs> I swear. Talk about a front runner, though. If Jerry West comes, the the piece is already here, so oh, totally. he's going to come and just take credit for totally. The first thing, why not? Would... <sighs> All right, let's hear it. He's seventy eight years old, ageist. He just fell down. <laughs> he just fell down and went to the hospital in Los Angeles. The last LA, thing yeah. he wants to do is run another team. No, so, he's 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 on a uh, he's not running the the Golden State Warriors. He's, he's an a, advisor. He's an advisor. Bring him on as an advisor. Same role. That, that I'm okay with. You yeah. guys are talking GM bringing him on. No, not like, GM. He's, he's he's they're just talking about bringing him into the Lakers fold. At best. Yeah. Do I think he's the best GM ever in the history of the NBA? Absolutely. If he was interested, would I bring him on? Absolutely. Do I ask myself a lot of questions? Yes. <laughs> Do I answer them? Of course. <laughs> yeah. I actually answer questions that are asked, Vic. <laughs> I would love to have him, but it's not going to happen. Oh, my gosh. The whiskey is flowing oh, good yeah. tonight. Woo! It's good Coming to be back, guys. Hot. All right, let's move on to Clippers. Oh, boy. They dropped three <laughs> of four this past week. They're in second place, 31 and 21. Has anything changed since last week? Nope. How about yep. how embarrassing is it, the Paul Pierce, you know, farewell Oh yeah, in Boston. Yeah, that was that's that I was the Clippers highlight that they lost. That they lost, <laughs> and, and he was showered with love, you know, from the Boston fan. That's from weird, right? Yeah, Dude, it's totally it's, weird. I think it's bullshit that as a t as a as a member of another team, he goes yeah. and kisses half court of the Celtics. That's why yeah. it's weird. Court. That's yeah, saying, totally. no. I, I'm on yeah. board with that. He's wearing a Clippers uniform. Yeah. He walks over to center court and kisses the Boston Celtic. Uh, yeah, leprechaun. you can't do that. Wow. No. We still hate you, Paul Pierce. Yeah, pretty much. I don't cut him. I got a hot. Rumor alert. Ooh, bring it. So the world famous, we're going to bring Clippers talk back to Lakers talk per usual. <laughs> Love it. So Full circle. The Lakers finals when Paul Pierce went down the wheelchair, right. the whole shebang. Rumor, and how did he come back so quickly? He obviously was not really that hurt. It was fake news. Rumor has it <laughs> that he actually shit his pants. That he fell down and pooped his pants. No. And he did not want to admit it, and that's why he took the wheelchair. That's not rumor; no. it's true. You heard it on guys in yeah. shorts. So that's that that totally true. That's yeah, it, it totally makes true. Sense because I mean, he 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 wasn't hurt. He came back very quick. Right away. Yeah. Oh yeah. And he didn't have he a limp. Like he nothing. had some pep in his step. Yeah. yeah. After changing his shorts, well, was he a little lighter? Paul's those pooping pants. <laughs> <beers. laughs> Oh, oh, I hope that's true. Oh, I really want it to be true. Yes. yes. Cole scared the shit out of him. As far as I'm... <laughs> wow. 
doesn't get any better than that. Oh my gosh. I didn't fact check that, I think, so yeah, don't no, quote me. Don't, don't fact check it because I don't want to think that it's not true. All right. That's fact. Oh, it doesn't get any better than that. So let's take a quick commercial break. We, uh, reload these drinks, I think, and uh, come back for some more. We got King's Galaxy, and uh, we're talking good stuff. The, the goods. goods. Yeah. Right back after this. To build a championship team, today's general managers analyze their players using data and metrics. What if that same information were available to help you maximize the success of your business? Enter Snowfly. Snowfly works with both large and small businesses to identify and collect data relevant to their specific goals. Snowfly's innovative analysis and reporting tools define critical behavior metrics in employees and can drastically improve your hiring and overall productivity. Go to snowfly.com or call 877-SNOWFLY. That's 877-SNOWFLY. Call today. We are back. I gotta be honest, that JMO is uh, extra Wait, good tonight. Yeah, what'd you put in there? Great yeah. stuff. I gotta go urinate in your yard. That's the kind of show this is. Oh, love it. All right. Well, we're on a positive note now. All right, Ben? So yes. take a break from the hate couch, you and Darren, because this is the goods. Essentially, it's everything that we've seen on the internet, we've heard on the radio, uh, we've caught on TV that we think anyone out there would be interested We're compelled in. to share. Yeah. Not, it could Compel, be non-sports. Compelled to share. I mean, I feel like not, sure. not, real, not reality TV. We should try and keep it sports <laughs> and and nothing that rhymes with schmarmdashes. <laughs> Or Smashville. Yeah. <laughs> or or, or Schmeich Princess. <laughs> maybe maybe sit this one out, Ben. All right. On second thought. No, no, no. Turn no, my no. mic off. <laughs> uh, no, we'll, I mean, let's try and keep it sports or, or loosely sports related. But, uh, you know, we'll give you points even if you, All right. even if you go off the, the beaten path. But this was actually inspired by... Hammer, who came to us with a 30 for 30 that he saw yes. that, that didn't quite fit into what we do here, but it's something that we love. It was great. So, so tell us about it. Yeah. So I just felt compelled to share uh, 30 for 30. If you don't know what that is or you, you're not watching, shame, you're on, not a sports shame on you. We don't want yeah. you to listen. No, yeah, just kidding. Exactly. We, we, please listen, tell a friend, rate and review. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, the documentary series on ESPN, they had one on the XFL. It was called "This Was the XFL," oh, and nice. that was Vince McMahon. Oh, yeah, yeah, Vince McMahon yes. and Dick Ebersol's football league. So it was built to rival the NFL, and it was just a, a great story. The league was truly. I was at the inaugural game for wow. the LA Extreme. Wow, the yeah. LA wow. Extreme, yeah. Nice. Yeah, inaugural game yeah, at the LA Coliseum. The team. Rock was there on the sidelines, oh, hanging that's out. That's great. Yeah, yeah, and that that was kind of what it goes into is they they actually marketed marketed it too well the hype was so right. big leading yeah. into that first game and the product it was just huge. wasn't there but the, they had commercials with you know wrecking balls knocking over players they were you know claiming that the cheerleaders were going to date the players you know there was oh, no wow. yeah, no fair catch rule so they hyped it up to this huge thing that when it that first game happened there's just no way that they could keep the momentum because of course with vince mcmahon he brought his you know, wrestling side to it. So people didn't know, is it real? Is it rigged? Is right, it right. fake? Is it a show? I remember Vegas yeah. talking about not wanting to take bets on yeah. it because it, it, you know, they weren't sure. Yeah. So, and, and the, the part that sucked is Vince McMahon being the showman that he is. Once they actually got to the football, these football coaches and players, they're all, you know, either 
you know, couldn't cut it in the NFL or they're straight out of college. So they, they didn't want to be controversial. They just played their traditional football. So the product itself ended up being pretty terrible. Well, and it actually, and that, that's what dumped them. It actually turned the out to be a little bit gooberish because one of the things that I remember from that was that you could put whatever name you wanted on the yeah. on your jersey. I actually like that. And, yeah, I think that oh, was yeah. ahead of its time. Yeah. Like, and the, right? names, totally were, like the names were stupid. That was he the hit thing. me. Yeah, like he <laughs> hit me. Well, exactly. that was well, actually, he was actually the one yeah. guy who got it. And yeah, that's he who, totally Vince got it McMahon with that name. Loved yeah. it because he was playing it up to the crowd and and he got people talking about him and and, and talking about the name. Well, and it, I think it was ahead of its time because he, right now, if you did that league now, they'd have their Twitter handles on their jerseys. Oh yeah, that's true. Yeah. It's and, he, and, he, and he explained <laughs> why, why he thinking. put he explained why he put he hate me on the back because they asked him he go why why did you put he hate me he goes because, because every, every time, girl loves him no he goes he was every because every every he basically was talking about the other team he goes because every player on this field hates me when I pass him he hate me when I pass him he hate me when I when I juke him he hate me and I want them to see that on the back of my jersey when I pass them I mean he got it I mean yeah. that he he really and more, the documentary was really really good and that's what they're saying if they were going to go to a second season, he was going to be the poster child right. for the league because that's what they wanted was players like that. So right. it only lasted one league. It one only season? lasted one, one season. season. But the, well, the football was horrible. Yeah, that's that's what killed the them. Was the product, was so the product was just so bad. Yeah. But a lot of the things that they brought to it were ahead of its time and really revolutionary. And they had Jerry Jones on the documentary, and he talked about how much he yeah. loved oh, wow. what they did. The Skycam that was an yeah. XFL yep. invention. That's right, having the players mic'd up. Going into oh, wow. the going into the locker room yeah. to yeah. to film. Yeah. That, those are all things that the NFL is doing now. But they pulled those ideas directly from the XFL, yeah, bringing What's cameras it? onto the field yeah. with the with the Steadicam. Wow, that, that's yeah. so that's it, all XFL. They had a great uh, extra point. What was the extra? It wasn't field goals. I thought it was, it was it was the fair cat. It was the instead of a kickoff, they had two guys, or instead of a coin toss, they had two guys sprint. From the 35 yard line to midfield, <laughs> yeah, and, which caused a lot of injuries. Apparently, move yeah, right but there. they basically it was a great idea at first, like with the inaugural game, it looked awesome. But then they said like something out of eight eight players got injured <laughs> and were out for the year, yeah. you know, doing that. <laughs> so it ended up not working out. And just the last little stat that I wanted to throw out there because you mentioned it, the Los Angeles Extreme. So Los Angeles is home to the most XFL championships in league yeah. history. That's what we yeah. do. Mr. With, Rainbow Butterfly right there. With one. Right. <laughs> Good old Tommy Mack. Right. How, how many teams were in the league? Did they say? I don't remember eight. I remember yeah. it being about I, I know eight. Vegas yeah. had one. Yeah, Vegas, yeah. Vegas, Vegas kind of had one. Deal. Orlando New York had, had one. Orlando, Chicago, LA. Yeah, I want to say about eight. They're about 18. Yeah, that That's sense. an unfortunate thing because I thought it yeah, when when you look back on it you, you say wow that it, <laughs> if it came out more recently and they marketed it similarly and maybe and they kind of rushed getting the players right. The players only trained for like a month. Yeah, so 3 it, days, if, dude. If you like crazy. planned it for a year and developed it and got the football to be Well, when they announced decent, it, they when they announced it a year before, they didn't, they didn't have a TV deal. There was no TV deal. Really? He they just Vince McMahon being Vince McMahon was yeah. like, "We're going to have an XFL league," and they had no coaches, no players, no TV oh, wow. deal, no stadiums, nothing at that point when he made that, you know, that announcement. So, wow, yeah, it was pretty crazy. Yeah, pretty so pretty crazy. If you haven't checked it out, get on the ESPN app or see when they're airing it again. It was awesome, awesome, yeah, documentary. really good, good. That's good. I got to get myself a it's like goods. It. I brought the goods. <laughs> well done. The goods. What, what What other good stuff? I got a good. Of course, this is a past good, actually. The Angels Moving Day Sale. 
Oh yeah, you I went, went to that this huh. last week. Met uh, met Roger Lodge from. Uh, Are they AMA actually moving 30. into Los Angeles? No. <laughs> <laughs> no, Sick burn. No. Technically, uh, this side of the fifty seven freeway is still Los Angeles. <laughs> <laughs> They can't sell their bad contracts. No, it's their, it's their moving, they're moving to spring training sale. And essentially what they did, they put out all the, the giveaways from, from last season or you know, banners, stuff like that, out in the, you know, out at the stadium. And you, they gave you a bag and you could go and you could stuff the bag as full, overflowing, whatever. And it was 10 bucks. Can like I the, ask you a question? Wait, wait, like whatever the, you wanted. Like the trout figures and all that? Or those were those were gone. Well, that's what that's the, that, it was, was. It was all the 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 random the stuff, like the the beach blankets and the sombreros oh, and yeah. the German hat night <laughs> and the. I got some aprons. Actually, I got you an apron. Oh, thank you, sir. Yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> Get that to you. Mike Trout's used so, socks. Wait, wait, Very random. So stuff. let me let me ask this. Usually, when they do these giveaways, they say to the first twenty five thousand. Uh, you know, yes. Ticket holders and stuff. No, it's not to the first twenty five thousand. It's to everyone. But yes, but no usually, one was at our games that's last where season. I was going. So there's plenty of giveaways. You can imagine how many there were. Ben. Was there a lot of people? You there? would have loved it. Was there a lot of people? I mean, it was a Friday morning afternoon. So and it was raining. You were a answer that question. So, <laughs> yeah. but the parking lot was packed. But also the, they made the ten dollars from Jeff. Yeah. The team store at <laughs> Roger Lodge. They had to pay twenty him to bucks. Be there. <laughs> it was awesome. If you if you missed out on a giveaway if you miss out on a giveaway this coming season, then uh, check out. Be sure to listen for the moving sale next next season. I got bad news for you, Jeff. Yeah, that water that you bought was not from the waterfall. Oh, Oh. (laughs) he he blessed himself before he walked in the room with it and everything. Yeah, (laughs) it's sitting in our studio. It it cured my athlete's foot though. (laughs) What else is good, Ben? You got something good? Uh, there, well, one thing on the internet actually came across my phone about two weeks ago. A guy by the name of Dylan Brooks from Oregon's basketball team had probably the worst flop oh, <laughs> ever. It's pretty bad. It's pretty bad. I didn't see that. And you know the, the the angles that I saw. So when you look at the at the at the front facing angle where he's actually facing you because he's the defender and the and the camera's behind the player dribbling the ball, it almost looks like. You know, maybe he did make contact with them, but then they moved to a separate angle, which is a 90-degree angle where you yeah. can see them from the side. <laughs> He's five feet away from him and just him. throws himself to the floor. <laughs> and How so, do people see it? Well, we'll share it oh, on our, yeah, our we'll Twitter account. Yeah. But, right, I mean, we'll I would say it. if you look up Dylan Brooks on Google, it'll be the first Dylan thing that Brooks pops up. flop. Yeah. All right. Oh, yeah, it's phenomenal. If you haven't seen it, you got to check that out. So good. Vic, give us the goods. Uh, actually, a couple of weeks ago, I checked out a documentary on Netflix about Alan Iverson. I think it's just called Iverson. But... I've seen it. Wait, yeah. real oh. quick, before we get into that, Netflix is killing it. Oh, Everything totally. Everything on Netflix is great. Totally. Okay, continue. Yeah, you don't need anything else. Um, <laughs> but uh, I, you know what? I never realized Yeah, they brought back how... Gilmore Girls. <laughs> oh, my <laughs> goodness. There he is. Gosh, oh. turn it around, man. <laughs> what a buzzkill right there. <laughs> Knock it off. <laughs> you know, I, I never realized just how close Allen Iverson came to not being a superstar. And Full House. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Easy. You know what? You know what? Turn his ben. mic off. Turn his mic ben. off. He's all privileges. I don't ben. care how good he is at predicting the Super Bowl. You know what, though? Um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to call myself out right here. They yeah. did a remake of One Day at a Time. And it's you're it's, kidding? No, and it's good. Like I literally like watched the, the entire the original. No, no, they, with oh. new people. They brought new people in, but I really? was cracking up and laughing. So yeah, What's I, I'm gonna call myself time? out on that one. 
on Netflix. Was Anyways. that the one with Jim J. Bullock? <laughs> no, no, this, that, that's Hollywood's. We are not bringing the goods right now. <laughs> <laughs> Shadow are, Stevens. Are we doing this? <laughs> Circle gets the square. <laughs> And we'll be back in two and two. <laughs> oh my gosh! Okay, um, <laughs> Alan anyways, Iverson. Alan Iverson, really quick. He, uh, as a kid, I mean, he grew up in a rough neighborhood, barely made it out of there, and then he got charged with in the in the bowling alley incident. Yep. Um, it barely made it to the NBA, but when he got there, man, I mean, I forgot how good he was. Yeah. I, I literally forgot mm. how good this little, you know, he was. He wasn't tall. He was amazing. But he could ball, man. I mean, took a, a 76ers team that had no business going to the finals, took them to the finals, lost to the Lakers. And uh, one of the great things about the documentary is that they ex- they went more into uh, practice, yes. that whole <laughs> oh. thing, and they yes. explained his practice. friend passing away. Right. They, yeah. yeah. Exactly. They they went and they explained. I had, I had no. I idea. had no idea either. Yeah. When None. I saw that, I, I I thought he was just being an asshole. We're sitting here talking right. about practice. Right, and what did they explain? They explained his friend had passed away, and that was one of the things that uh, mm. uh, was irking him at the time. Gotcha. Uh, and he had just lost to the Lakers, you know, the year before. So it, that combination is something you stuff don't and, realize when you yeah. see these athletes or, or even celebrities. <laughs> it's like, hey, wait a minute, they're human beings right. too. They're totally. allowed to have a bad day, totally. But, but you catch them on a bad day, and they do one thing wrong to you, and they're oh, they're, yeah. they're total a hole. They're the worst. Yeah. So in his head, he was thinking, "My friend just passed away, and you're asking me about practice. Yeah. I've been I've been in the NBA for how long, and I took a team to the finals, and you're asking me about practice. So that's what was yeah. going on in his head. He just you know didn't say it out loud because came know, across. Yeah, the way it came across was totally different than what actually happened. It, and that's a. Th- no, that's not a 30 for 30. No, that's, no, that's, no, that's, no. It's just it's a, a documentary actually, called Iverson. Gotcha. Iverson, yeah, on Netflix. And didn't Check he it out. play quarterback in high school, too? Does it talk yeah, about that? Yeah. 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 yeah, he was a hell of a football player. I mean, this kid, could he could just flat out play. And rumor has it he still haunts Tyron Lue's nightmares. Oh, they show <laughs> the step over. They show the step over, dude, when he steps over him. Yeah, yeah, that was cool. Uh, there's nothing better than a great sports documentary. No, no. Actually, Ben, you turned us on to one of those 30 for 30s, the Mike Tyson one. Oh, yeah. It's called Chasing, Chasing Tyson. If you haven't watched that one, yeah. that's great. Yeah, it's it's what I didn't realize was that, and, and I was a kid and I was a Tyson fan, but for about four years, and I think he was in jail for three and it took him a year to finally get the title back, everyone who held the title was basically living in his shadow. It was, you know, the Riddick Bowes, it was the the Evander Holyfields, and yeah, they were quote-unquote the champion, but the news and the media and everybody was saying, well, you're you're kind of keeping it warm while, while Mike is in jail, and when he comes out, he's going to be the champ again. And so really, it was about four or five guys that were just all about trying to defeat the, the media and to say, I'm the guy, I am the champion. I'm not only mm-hmm. holding the crown, but I'm the best fighter in the world. And so even, eventually, Evander... You know, we know all we all know what he did, but kind of that's what the, the movie leads you towards. And and it was just a lot of memories of, of, of boxing back when it was good, you know, before the UFC right. and when everybody right. used to watch boxing. It really kind of brought that back to me in my childhood. And so I really, really enjoyed that when I watched it. That's awesome. The, the one thing I took away from, and I don't know if it was from this, because there's been a couple documentaries on Tyson, but Tyson has kind of become a little bit of a joke, almost like a... The caricature, the caricature of himself. Of himself. Sure. Yeah. You, you don't realize how much of a student of boxing he is and all of the knowledge that he has about fighters before him and strategy and the history of boxing. He he knows so so much about boxing. That's not just yeah. he's not just this tough yeah. guy who who beat everyone up. He's truly a student of the game, which is surprising 
you know, because now you look at it and it's he's kind of almost like a comedian. It's, well, it's not, the the yeah. voice yeah. and the you know like the ear biting thing. It, it's it is. It's hard to remember that. No, he's the real deal. He's legit. Yeah. Yeah. Darren, you got some goods. What about Kurt Warner finally inducted to the Hall of Fame? Yeah, that's well, definitely yeah. good. I mean, 2000 Super Bowl, 2002 Super Bowl, actually, part of the greatest show on turf. Finally, you remember about... that now. You remember <laughs> that now. Yeah, you know, rub it in. Dude, screw you. Uh, well, it's about got, time, though. We got some hate going on over yeah. against each other on the hate couch. But I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm, absolutely. I'm, I'm glad he got inducted. So he, it's well deserved. Right. Yes. What about Terrell Owens? Uh, I'm glad he got snubbed. He Come on. <laughs> Dude, yeah. Did he not get in? No. Again. No, oh, again. No, yeah. He yeah. deserves to be there. Yeah, he does. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> Eric, you got another uh, anything good? You ready for it? I'm ready. LA Galaxy is back in preseason oh, action. Oh my gosh. <laughs> ben, is that good? No, so I, I, I want to talk about something that's even better. Okay. So I hate sci-fi movies before we get to the Galaxy update. <laughs> ben hates sci-fi. Oh, you hates, know what? Hates, Let's take this LA, LA sports podcast into some sci-fi news. But yeah. I, but ben, I, how many Star Wars movies have you seen? Zero. Okay. But I but I like Ryan Reynolds because he's, <laughs> he's dreamy. <laughs> well, and he's good looking as well. <laughs> and I just so happened to catch about a five minute clip of a movie called Deadpool when it was on HBO. <laughs> a little, a little independent yeah. film. Yeah. You <laughs> might have heard of it. Yeah. A movie called The Deadpool. Yeah. <laughs> and and I, the, only, the five minutes that I saw, I was like, I need to see that movie. So I ended up downloading it and I, and I watched it. Really, really enjoyed it. <laughs> So for those of you fans out there that are not sci-fi fans and like Ryan Reynolds, you should check out that movie. Yeah. The comic book That's movie. That's not nearly girly enough for your movie <laughs> repertoire. I'm surprised that you liked that one, but I'm glad because yeah. it is a phenomenal movie. So yeah, for the three of you that haven't seen Deadpool out there, <laughs> be sure to check it out. should be at Redbox or on <laughs> DVD anywhere. Ben's DVR, Deadpool so or just, Ice Princess. I'll tell you what, as long as we're talking movies, check out the Fast and Furious Eight preview. Oh, man. that looks gosh, awesome. it looks good. I'll tell you what. Have you, you know seen what? the chips preview? I'd like to call. Oh, it. I did see the chips preview. Yeah, chips that looks, looks hilarious. Great. That Baywatch looks great. I'd yeah. like to call it this our worst episode ever. <laughs> <laughs> There's no whoa, sports. Whoa, whoa. No. How dare you? That fast and free. It was on the Super Bowl. It was a Super Bowl commercial. It's sports related. This That's time, time relating it. Vin Diesel drives yeah. over an iceberg. Yeah. Yeah. And a submarine <laughs> chases them. There's a submarine in it. Come on. I can't. More plausible than that. He's going to fly over the moon. Can't Fast do those movies anymore. Can't do them? No, oh, they get so much more ridiculous. Every I time. know that's why I they're going to be do racing it. space more yeah. the So much yeah. more awesome. <laughs> they're going to be doing pod races pretty soon next to Anakin. I mean, come yeah, on, that, that was for Ben. That's just ridiculous. What about the, <laughs> what what about the guy that died? Oh, oh, wow. Wait a minute. So he's not in it. Well, I assume. Maybe he was brought in posthumously. Well, speaking of Star Wars, oh, Star Wars, yes. the new movie had a whole guy CGI'd the entire movie. And the young Princess oh, Leia. Yeah, that's right. And well, the young what Princess was the guy yeah. that died? Paul Walker. Paul, Paul Walker. Walker. Yeah. yeah. All right. I think we, we should, CG, we should yeah. CGI Ben for Thoughts the next. Uh, <laughs> Did they have his brother play him again? No, no, no. He's not in it. Oh, okay. The whole character. They kind of like ended his storyline because he and his girlfriend or 
Did they get married ever? Listen, I don't watch that garbage. Uh, Do you not? No, I watch uh, MTV's The Challenge. That's what's oh, called. Oh, come <laughs> on. Wow. I can't okay, do that. Galaxy, galaxy update. I swore we were not going to let the challenge I into knew. the good. I knew I was going to get the galaxy back back on by steering my uh, you, ship here. You did text us earlier that we need to be TiVoing the yeah, challenge. I'm telling you, Apparently. America's fifth sport after soccer and hockey. What Just What is challenge. that? It's on MTV. It's the... You know, people who are either on the real world or the real world is still on, still on, and so they and they put them up competition style, doing ridiculous challenges. Like fantastic, sixty nine. It's great. Real world. That's like from nineteen (laughs) eighty nine. I had no idea. There's other shows that I had no idea. The uh, Grey's Anatomy is still on. Oh, I have a wife, so I know that one's actually still on. (laughs) Yeah, McDreamy died. He did. I actually also, saw that episode. Paul Walker, yeah. McDreamy. Right, I apologize. Yeah. All right, let me bring oh, it back to sports. Let me bring it back to sports. I got my galaxy. Vic, coming. Finish us off with the good. Coming summer 2017, Ice Cube presents the Big Three. Oh, oh yes. Don't know go. if you guys have heard about this, yes. but no. he is bringing back some old players, and they're going to have a three-on-three league. Uh, playing in venues across the United States, is according to the uh, to the actual awesome. website. Yeah, Chauncey Billups, Allen Iverson, Jason Williams. Um, they're gonna have a. They're literally gonna have a draft, and our own Smush Parker is gonna be in that draft. Yeah, uh, and he's and, hoping to bring Lamar Odom actually uh, in, into the fold. And you ready for this proof that people listen to our podcast? They're gonna have a four point shot. Nice. I remember that's Eric, right? That's you, baby. There are three circles on. They're playing on a a big half court, and there are three circles on the half court about you know four or five feet behind the three point line. That are if their foot is anywhere in that circle, it's a four point shot. Wow! First, I cannot wait. First to sixty points wins. Oh, wow! That really does sound good. It sounds exciting. I, yeah, I have to go to a game. Nice. Yeah, we'll definitely have to go to some games. Good, good job, Vic. Way to way to bring it back around. I, I was a little worried that the good <laughs> yeah. was going to be the we, first and we last segment. Very very <laughs> yeah, that that took a turn, but but you brought it back. Thank good you. Good stuff. Good stuff all around, guys. Uh, before we get out of here, quick uh, Kings update. They went two and two this past week with wins against the Avalanche and Flyers and losses against the Capitals and Lightning. Those were both five to zero losses, which uh, broke the streak. They had a nice so little streak going. They did. They, did. Nice they had a five-game win streak go- win streak going into those two losses. It's Clipper style. Uh, they're in fifth place, <laughs> 27, 23, and four with fifty-eight points. Um, so hopefully they can keep it going. But for all your Kings news, of course, as always, check out the Guys in Shorts Kings show. Now, that's in a different feed, so you'll have to search that one in iTunes or SoundCloud or your preferred uh, podcast app, I guess you call it. Yeah, um, why not? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Wherever, you, wherever you listen to uh, podcasts, yeah, you can listen to it. new to podcasting. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Never he doesn't it. know how that works either. Yeah. <laughs> I should keep trying to get it over He's too busy planning radio. a trip to Palm Springs. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's a surprise. Hopefully she doesn't oh. listen to this episode. <laughs> you just blew it. <laughs> Not anymore. Delete. Yeah. <laughs> Is that everything? 
Oh, I Do did have, have Galaxy, Galaxy news? news. I uh, do have Galaxy gotta news. Gotta be quick. Gotta be quick. Very quick. We signed a 27-year-old Frenchman named Romain Alessandrini. A lot of potential. Uh, he had played in a big club in France called Olympique Barseille. So he had some issues with his coaches. Couldn't get a consistent starting, starting spot. You guys are rushing me here, and I know I've been feels. <laughs> so, but, but that's not a bad thing that he couldn't get a starting spot because this is a, a, a decent club. So that doesn't concern me. He had some injury issues. So I'm very hopeful that this will be kind of his redemption shot when he comes here to LA. So he's one of our designated players. So he's going to be kind of our our big name in this upcoming season. Is he young? He's 27. Okay. So youngish. Gotcha. So so the Galaxy is getting younger. And then Yella Van Dam, they signed him to a contract with uh, making him a designated player. Rumor is that that's going to be temporary until we get another, you know, designated player, but it's just good to see Get him they're they're paying him uh, more money because of his performance last season. He's likely going to be the captain nice. of the Galaxy this season. Wow. So a lot of optimism uh, going into this season, although tonight's preseason match, Ben, guess the score? 0-0. Zero, 1-1. Zero. One, one. Close. 1-1. One, one. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh, no, no, no. no. That was, that was oh, yeah, right? Some big news. Yeah. Yeah. So first time I've ever seen a goal happen live without it being a replay. <laughs> Amazing. Congrats. Congratulations. Well done, They followed it up with yeah. a penalty. Yeah, and then like well, and then at like 30 seconds after that, there was like two shots on goal that were blocked. And I, I made the comment, if soccer was like this, I would watch it. <laughs> <laughs> and then they proceeded to do nothing for the next 25 minutes. <laughs> Although the greatest comment from Ben, watch the defender grab his balls. <laughs> he really did say that. Yeah. Yeah. His balls. Yeah. He didn't want him to get hit. And oh, and the defender did. Yeah. Yep. Uh, we know what Ben's watching. <laughs> Um, oh, we had a last week. Vic made the proclamation that if you reviewed the show, he would read the review on air in his best nice. English accent. <laughs> oh, was that part of it? I think that was oh, part of I, it. Was it English accent I, or well, Daffy yeah. Duck voice? Thought, oh, <laughs> Which Duck one was it? <laughs> we don't want to lose listeners. Okay. He said he would read it anyway, and uh, I believe we... Uh, we Mike Tyson. Review, do right? Mike Tyson. Come on. Oh, yes. Oh, do it. Come on. Lord. Can't do it. Oh. My defense is impregnable. <laughs> <laughs> Praise be to Allah. <laughs> I want to eat your children. <laughs> oh, wow. That escalated quickly. Oh, man. Said that. I'm, qu- I'm, I'm, qu- I'm quoting Mike Tyson. No, I know, yeah, but yeah. still, you could have quoted anything else. I mean... <laughs> I'm going to knock him into Bolivian. <laughs> we, got, we need to do a dueling Tyson here. This is great. Ben and Hammer. I plead the fifth. <laughs> I just find him out in the alley somewhere, and I'll just, I'll kick his ass because that's where I'm from. That's what I do. Just so everyone knows, that was Ben the entire time. Oh. So if Mike Tyson, if you're listening. <laughs> oh. Uh, How do I follow that? I, I don't know, but you have but, to read uh, it in his You got you to read Lord. it. Let's hear, that, uh, let's hear that review. All right, here we go. The uh, title is Keep Your Enemies Closer. And this is from Giants Ooh. and Sharks Are Better. Oh, come oh. on. Oh, Wait. loser. Wait, Wait. loser. Well, Wait, so it's not even an yeah. LA sports <laughs> North. Fan? No, what? and he gave us five stars, All by right. the way. Okay, I like this Whoa. guy. Oh, yeah. He's an asshole. Thank you for listening. (laughs) (laughs) And for the review. And this is the actual review here. It goes, uh, as a longtime Bay Area sports fan who had the displeasure of living in enemy territory for many years, it's for some reason a treat to listen to these guys talk about the teams that I love to hate. Love the rips on the Bay Area. Keeps my hatred motivated. (laughs) The pod provides plenty of laughs for listeners outside L.A. Good chemistry between the guys, and I love how the hate couch 
That's you guys. Ah, uh, hate count. Shot. Shot. You made it. You made love. it. You nice. made it. Keeps the rainbows and butterflies at bay. Uh, That's oh, Jeff yeah. over there. Come on. Yeah. Look forward to my weekly commute with these guys. Keep the Kardashian updates coming. Yes. Oh, my <laughs> gosh. Oh, all right. This guy. This Kim is back, Kim is is back on idea. Twitter and Instagram, okay. by the okay. way. Wait, wait, wait for it. Wait for it. Since it just further discredits LA as a true sports town uh. every time. <laughs> there we go. Nice. P.S. Anaheim is not in LA. Stupid rally monkeys. Oh, <laughs> man. A Giants fan got well to dig on the Angels there. Well wow. done. Thank well you. Done. Wow. That was good. Deleting I like that. that review. <laughs> not, not sure I loved it. We'll keep it for the five stars, but I'm gonna say challenge stands. So if, yeah. if you can send I, a review of I that say, ilk, keep I it going. I say next uh I say next review, one of you guys reads it as Mike Tyson. Ooh, I like that. Yeah, idea. that was that, that was, was great. One. Yeah. Yeah. Challenge you, uh, accepted. There it is. All right. All right. Derek, you're up. <laughs> you, you called it. My style is impregnable. Anybody, uh, anybody reviews the show? My style is impetuous. Oh. <laughs> oh, my God. I love it. What is happening? We get two reviews, and we'll get Eric and Ben to read Dueling it. Tysons. In Tysons. Like the it. Dueling Tysons. Dueling Tysons. I going, like Oh, it. people, please. Oh, I'm please. Yeah, please. I'm somebody. Somebody. Everybody. Going. I'm going to be creating <laughs> iTunes accounts yeah, all exactly. week. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> I'm going to take him uh, out for a nice steak dinner. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right. Before uh, we get out of here, we do want to mention that coming up in two weeks, we have our one-year anniversary show. That's right. Wow. It's already been a year. What do we get each other as it? gifts? What's the one-year uh, gift? Uh, what is one year? Hmm. I think it's, it's wood. It's, <laughs> whoa, whoa. whoa. <laughs> oh, never mind. Never mind. On the Gronkowski bus. <laughs> ben oh, $69. <laughs> 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 Oh, so on February 21st, we will be recording from London Pub in Artesia. Ooh, great place. Ooh, nice. We'd love yeah. to invite everybody out to uh, to check it out. We'll be recording from there probably around 9 o'clock, but we'll get there early and, and uh, hang out, have some drinks together, and, and Shake some probably hands, do kiss some babies. interviews and, yeah, all that stuff. So... Yeah, if you'd Mike like to Tyson come out, might come out Mike and join Tyson. us. <laughs> yeah, Mike Tyson might be there. <laughs> Bite some ears. Yeah. <laughs> I want to enjoy a pale ale. There we go. Oh, I love it. This is this is exciting. So February 21st, London Pub, one year anniversary, guys, and short show. Be there. And that is it, right? Yes. We're out. Let's keep it going. Yeah. Find us on Twitter at Guys in Shorts LA and on Instagram at Guys in Shorts Sports. Also, we're on Facebook. You can get us online at guysinshorts.com. And while you're there, you got to visit the store. Get your Guys in Shorts t shirts, sweatshirts. Uh, what else is there? Just There's not shorts. Good everything but shorts. Everything but shorts. <laughs> Literally everything but shorts. Yeah. We need to fix that. Uh, if you'd like to leave a voicemail for us, you can do that at 562 450 Five, six, and as always, please share the show with all your friends. Subscribe on iTunes. Just spread the word about guys in shorts. We want to keep on doing this for another year and and, and beyond. And, and it'd be agree. great to have people listening. Although I think even if you weren't listening, <laughs> you said, you we would said, still be here talking. You sound desperate, yeah. Jeff. You know just, that? Just in the podcast. <laughs> That you know, if you want to listen, that's great. If not, you can call me. You cannot call me. Yeah, just you know, <laughs> right. let's just, let's not take things serious I know, I right feel now. Like right? It, I feel like that whole if a tree was chopped down in the woods and no one was there to hear it, would it still make a sound? I think if no one was here to listen, we would still be. We'd talking. still be arguing. Yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah, I agree. Yeah, that's the best way to sell the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> we 
to sell it. All right. For Victor Costello, Darren Besa, Ben Garcia, and Eric the Portuguese Hammer I'm Jeff Wilson, and we'll see you guys next week. All right, so I know I didn't uh, do the uh, reading in, a, in a, an English accent, but you brought up the, the Linden Pub, and uh, so I'm going to share a joke with you guys. I'm going to try my best at an, at a, at a, oh, um, at an Irish please. accent. Ooh, oh, don't please. laugh. Don't laugh. Anybody? Just listen. Just <laughs> don't laugh. <laughs> yes. All right, so here we go. Ready? So there's an American tourist, and he's in Ireland, and uh, he sees this, this bar that's you know next to the beach, and it's in the countryside. It's really nice. So he walks in there, and he sees one guy sitting at the bar, and he looks really, really sad. And so he walks up to him. He's like, hey, you know, can I buy you a beer? And he goes, sure, you know. After a while, he asks him, so, you know, you look, when I first walked in, you look so sad. What's going on? He goes, well, you see this bar? <laughs> I built this bar with me bad hands. But do they call me McGregor the bar maker? No. You see that wall? I built that wall with me bad hands. But do they call me McGregor the wall maker? No. Look out the window. Do you see that pier? I brought the wood out one by one, but did they call me McGregor the the pier maker? No, but you fuck one goat. <laughs> oh, here we go. That's disgusting. <laughs> ben can relate. I find you How I find the hell can I relate? I've never been on a fucking farm. I find- I've never been on a farm. It's not. That- <laughs> wow. I found your taste in humor disgusting and deplorable. <laughs> <laughs> that was a bad Mike Tyson. <laughs> Praise be to Allah. <laughs>